0: Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, we come before your Holy Word tonight with joy. With joy we draw water from the wells of salvation. And we thank you for the privilege to learn, to be equipped, to be built up in the knowledge that is in Christ Jesus. So I pray for everybody connected to the service tonight around the world. The eyes of your understanding be flooded with light. You are strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man. Christ dwells in your hearts by faith. You are rooted and grounded in the love of God, kept by the spirit of Christ. And as we study the word tonight, we declare that ministers are equipped. Believers are built up and the message of Christ covers the earth as the water covers the sea. And by the end of this service will all be the better for it. We give you praise, glory, and honor for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together as we say these words I am born of God. I am born of the world. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word, I do the word naturally. Therefore, today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name, and every believer says a powerful "Amen." We well, want to welcome everyone connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. All of you in Akwaimbom State that are connected by way of Comfort FM Xl FM Radio Akwaimbom, you know you. FM and all of you connected by way of inspiration FM and heritage FM. What a joy to have every one of you connected to this service. Do me a favor tonight: call a friend, a neighbor, a family, somebody close by. Ask them to tune to this radio station. Life is flowing through the airwaves. Our social media community, like you've always done, let's do it again tonight. Share the video on your page. Let's flood the entire blue Mabu planet. With the fragrance of Jesus' grace share it on your page tag some people create watch parties drop them on monogram telegram drop them on whatsapp group let's get the entire blue marble planet filled with the glory of the knowledge of god as the water covers the sea all our house centers bible study centers all of you that are connected by our campuses around the world what a joy to have everybody connected you guys get ready we're gonna have an exciting time of studying the word of his grace a pen a notebook your bible and you can be seated with your sweet smart self tonight glory to god wow there's good news for all of you connected to the service like uh, we've always done when we have all of the series where we teach every day at the end of the one hour of teaching mr michael bush joins me and we go through phone calls and emails and all of that while we're on the break from riot live and ask the counselor We've decided to ensure that every Wednesday at the midweek service I teach and we answer your calls, answer your messages and respond to the issues you have raised. And on Sunday at the, you know, at the second service at 11 a.m. GMT plus one, we will teach the word and answer calls and also respond to emails and queries that you may have. We just discovered we need to do that because it will help us to cover more grounds than to wait until we resume season two of Ask the Counselor plus Riot Life. So tonight, Mr. Michael Bush will be joining me at the end of the teaching so we can respond to your call. So you want to tell more people and ask them to hook up. We're going to have an exciting time as we study the word of his grace. We're still examining why do things happen the way that they happen on the earth. Why things happen the way they happen on the earth. Looking at life's numerous questions has been our pursuit in the last few weeks we've been examining the things people call mysteries in life and you know like i said there is no mystery in life what we call a mystery is a product of our ignorance or unbelief or laziness our ignorance or unbelief or laziness look at second timothy chapter 3 verse number 16 second timothy chapter 3 verse number 16 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. For instruction in righteousness. Now, inspiration of God. The scriptures are given for doctrine. Doctrine means teaching or explanation. The scriptures are not given just for reference. They are given for teaching or explanation. When the teaching goes on, it also brings you to a place of reproof. And that's where you get conviction or evidence. Conviction has to do with evidence, where evidence is given. Evidence of life, evidence of death, evidence of Satan, evidence of evil, and evidence of the spirit the scriptures gives us evidence of life generally every area of life the scriptures are able to give us understanding and the scriptures are able to answer our queries on issues of life when you have that it is to the intent that you come to a place of faith that you may believe remember brother paul said to timothy he says uh, that from a child you have known the holy scriptures Which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. So the intent for Bible teaching and allowing the Bible bring you answers to the questions of life is to bring you to a place of faith in Christ. The scriptures are not just meant to be read. The scriptures are meant to be believed. They are given for faith. It's called the word of faith which we preach. We must believe that the Bible is the mind of God for us. The Bible is the mind of God for us. You see, so we must all agree that the scriptures are the revelation of God. The scriptures are the revelation of God. That is, the mind of God is a person. The mind of God is a person. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. The mind of God is a person. And the word was with God, and the word was God. John chapter 1 verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3. All things were made by him... And without him was not anything made that was made. Nothing was made that was made. So the mind of God is a person. The mission of the scriptures is to reveal the mind of God. That is why we took time to establish that the Bible is not the word of God. Because the word of God is a person. The Bible tells us in John 1.14, it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as the glory of the begotten of the Father. The Word became flesh. So the revelation of God is in a person. The revelation of God is in the person of the Christ. Now, the last time we were teaching, we, we stopped at where we started examining Where sin came from. Where sin came from. Let's investigate sin a little. But remember, we are looking at three personalities. Number one, God. Number two, man. Number three, angels. And by identification, Satan. So let's investigate the origin of sin a little. I told you that Genesis chapter 2 gives us metaphors. Genesis chapter 2 verse 16. Put it up for us. Genesis 2 16 and, and verse 17. Chapter 2 verse 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Next verse. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou Shall surely die. The day you eat of it. Thou shall surely die. So question. How did death come into the world? Well we know that death came by sin. So eating of an apple. Will be the way to explain sin. Will be the way to explain. Because we are dealing with metaphors. Remember death came by sin. Sin will be to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Sin will be to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Sin will be not to eat of the tree of life. To reject to eat of the tree of life will be sin. You cannot have sin if you do not have an instruction. You cannot have sin if you do not have an instruction. And you cannot have darkness if there was no light. Darkness is darkness because there is no light. The exit of light is the arrival of darkness. So he says of every tree, talking of the tree of life, of every tree, eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, do not eat. For in the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. Then the serpent comes to Eve and Adam and says, Did God tell you not to eat? It is not true. It is not so. Thou shall not surely die. Now if you observe, after that statement by the serpent, the woman said nothing. The woman answered nothing, but she went ahead and ate. And we have found what it means to eat of the fruit is to speak, to speak. She says nothing afterwards. Question, how does a man eat? How does a man eat? Second question, how does a man sin? How does a man sin? I love brother James because brother James gives us an explanation and we are looking at why things happen on the earth. Why things happen the way that they happen on the earth. James chapter 1 verse 13. Please pay attention. James chapter 1 verse number 13. Let no man say when he's tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempted he any man. 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. 15. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Verse 16. Do not err, my beloved brethren. The word tempt there is a Greek word that means to test the quality of something. To test the quality of something. To look at how durable a material is. To look at how durable a material is. He says, let no man say when he is tempted, I'm tempted of God. He says, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempt anyone. any man. For God, for God cannot, for God cannot means he's used to explain something. For God cannot. That is the reason why he uses, you know, the word for God cannot. He's explaining that God cannot be tempted with evil, neither does he tempt anyone. The word evil simply means something that is not good or something that is not proper. That means God does not use sin to test people. God does not use sin to test people. There's a scripture where it says God tested Abraham. The word test in that context of Abraham Is when you test run a material. To test run a car for example. That is that is not to put it to scrutiny. But to experiment. To test run. To experiment. To use a car because it is a car. You want to use it as a car. To prove. To reveal. To unveil Abraham's faith. It's not the same as testing with evil. It's not the same as tempting with evil. It was just to test Ron or to reveal Abraham's faith. Now, look at James chapter 1 verse 14. Please pay attention. James chapter 1 verse 14. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. So if God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempt he any man, did God create the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Did God create the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Remember, we read earlier that everything God created was good. Then in chapter 2 of Genesis, We see the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So, did God create the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Please pay attention. Genesis chapter 2 verse 9. Genesis chapter 2 verse 9. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight. And good for food. Every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food the tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil question is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil good for food is it good for food of course i'm waiting for your answers Look at that Genesis 2.9 again. Please pay attention. Genesis 2.9. And out of the ground. Made the Lord God to grow. Every tree that is pleasant. To the sight And good for food. The tree of life also. In the midst of the garden. And the tree of the knowledge of good. And evil. The tree of life also. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil good for food? No. Remember he said, if you eat it, you will die. So there's no way it can be good for food. Because everything he asked them to eat was good for food. That's why I use the word also. The tree of life also. Meaning he is talking of something different from what is good for food. Now, please follow me. There was no death on the earth then. Remember, there was no death. So the knowledge of good and evil, is it good for food? No. We hear about the tree of life. So let's go back again and see. Remember, God does not tempt with evil, neither tempted He any man. How does sin come? How do things happen the way that they do? James 1:15. James chapter one, verse 15. Then when loss had conceived it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth dead. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The day you eat it, you will surely die. The day you eat it, you will surely die. James 1.15 again. Please pay attention. Then when loss had conceived... It bringeth forth sin, and sin when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Pay attention. But every man is tempted, in verse 14. Every man. That shows you that Jesus was tempted as a man, not as God. Because God cannot be tempted with evil. So if Jesus was tempted, it means he was tempted as man. Look at that James 1.14. But every man is tempted. Every man. Every man is the word testao in the Greek. Humanity. Every man means humanity is tempted. Humanity is tempted. This is a general way people sin. This is a general way people sin. So, humanity is tempted when he is drawn away of his own. Of his own lost and enticed. So, what is lost? Lost is a desire. Lost is a desire. So, what precedes sin... Is a desire. Lost. Before there can be seen. There must be a desire. Question. What precedes desire? Information. For there to be desire. You must have information. It is only what you have knowledge of. That you can desire. If you don't have knowledge of something. You can't desire that thing. So. Before there can be a desire, there must be knowledge. So it is knowledge that brings desire. Then desire, when you are drawn of it, will bring you to sin. Please stay with me. Information. So every man is drawn away. Mark the word drawn away. So if Jesus was tempted... That will mean that Jesus had a desire. Jesus had a desire. That's why the devil could tell Jesus, if you are the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Temptation must come from a desire. And remember, he was hungry when the devil tempted him with bread. So Jesus' temptation... It's not unique to Jesus. It's not unique to Jesus. Every man is tempted, all of humanity. So since Jesus is a man, the same way you are tempted is the same way he was tempted. Look at Hebrews 4:15. Hebrews chapter 4 verse number 15. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are. Yet without sin. He was in all points tempted. Tempted like as we are. That's a good place to underline. Like as we are. So temptation was not unique to Jesus. Neither is he unique to us. Like as we are. Yet without sin. Question. How do you get tempted? You get tempted... By desire. How does desire lead you to sin? Desire leads to sin when you are drawn away. That word is key. When you are drawn away. So, if Jesus wasn't hungry, then what Satan told Jesus was not temptation. If Jesus wasn't hungry... Then when Satan said, command the stones be made bread, it wouldn't have been temptation. The reason why it is temptation is because Jesus was hungry. There has to be a desire for it to be a temptation. James said, he has to be drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Drawn away of his own lust and entice then when lost has conceived it brings forth sin then sin when it is finished bringeth forth death so sin does not emerge until lost has been conceived sin does not emerge until lost has been conceived and when it is completed it brings forth death So, take note of the the, the motions. Knowledge, desire, and the will of man will bring temptation. Knowledge, desire, and the will of man will bring temptation. Then sin will emerge. Sin will emerge when the desire is not controlled. Sin will emerge out of lust When the desire is not controlled That's why I use the word drawn away Uncontrollable desire Uncontrollable desire Then when desire is not controlled The man is drawn Drawn away And then the Greek word for drawn away is dragged the man is dragged away. Dragged. The man is dragged away, and it will result in sin. Then when sin is concluded, it bringeth forth death. Look at First Corinthians chapter ten, verse twelve. First Corinthians chapter ten verse twelve. Wherefore, let him that thinketh his standard. Take heed lest he fall. Verse 13. There had no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Wow. So all temptations are common. All temptations are common. There is no peculiar temptation. It's common to everybody. All temptations are common. Meaning we can learn from the temptation in the Bible. Because we now know how temptations come to us. So we can learn from the temptations in the Bible. There is no temptation... Prepared for you. The temptations that you face every day. Are common to all of humanity. People go through them. People have gone through them. People will still go through such temptations. Every temptation is common to man. But notice. God is faithful. Look at that verse 13 of 1 Corinthians. Chapter 10 verse 13. There are no temptation take you by such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted. Above that you are able. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it. So every time there is a temptation, there is a way out of that temptation. Every time there is a temptation, there is a way out of the temptation. There is no temptation that is unique to anyone. None. And please listen carefully. There cannot be seen without a target. There cannot be seen without a target. Because sin means to miss the target. To miss the goal. To miss the target. So for there to be seen means there was a target. God's plan for man was life. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. In him was life. God's plan was life. Life is only in Christ who is the word of God. Life is only in Christ who is the word of God. So there cannot be seen without a target. If man was given life by God and he didn't choose life. That means there was a desire. Desire means there was a will. That can be executed independently. Desire means there was a will that can be executed independently. That's the meaning of desire. There is a will that can be executed independent of the instruction. God gave man choice. And man's choice is expressed In man's desire God gave man choice And man's choice Is expressed In man's desire Please take note Man's choice Precedes sin It precedes sin And It precedes the inception Of life Man's choice Precedes sin it precedes the inception of life. What is called man is that being that can choose. What is called man is that being that can choose. That being that can desire is man. So man has a concept of determination in his conduct. Man has a concept of determination in his conduct. What we had before Adam is independence and dependence. What we had before Adam is independence and dependence. Life means dependence. Life life means dependence the knowledge of good and evil means independence the tree of life means dependence the tree of the knowledge of good and evil means independence that only only stands before man if he doesn't have that Then he is not a man. If man doesn't have that choice of dependence, life, independence, knowledge of good and evil, then he is not man. What makes man is choice. That ability, that will that man has to choose. If you don't have that will and the ability to choose, You are not a man. And Jesus' humanity was proven by temptation. If he couldn't be tempted, then he is not a man. If you have no choice, then you are not a man. You are a man because you have a choice. You are a man because you have a choice. You cannot be tempted when you are not a man. Because no temptation has taken you but such as is common to man. Common to man. What is man? Man is a being with choice. A being with choice. So, let's go back to the devil. And listen to Jesus about sin remember we have said that what goes in does not corrupt or defile a man so if you imagine someone who ate mango or guava or apple and became a sinner then you are not understanding what we're teaching at all look at jesus in matthew 15 verse 11 matthew 15 verse 11. not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man but that which cometh out of the mouth this defileth a man verse 12. then came his disciples and said unto him knowest thou that the pharisees were offended after they had this saying (laughs) so jesus told us it is what comes out of a man That defiles the man. What comes out of a man? Words. W-O-R-D-S. Words. Words comes in by ears. And they come out by the mouth. Look at verse 13 of Matthew 15. Matthew 15, 13. But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly father had not planted... Shall be rooted up, shall be rooted up. Why did he say plant? Well, observe verse 17 of Matthew 15:17 to 20. Do you do not ye yet understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth into the belly and is cast out into the drought? Next verse. But those things which proceed out of the mouth comfort from the heart and they defile the man for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts murders, adulteries fornications, thefts false witness blasphemies, 20 these are the things which defile a man but to eat it on washing hands defileth not a man please pay attention so if Adam had eaten a fruit on a tree when he went to toilet, that would have been the end. So Jesus gives us an example. It is what comes out of a man that defiles the man. God gave us a principle. Remember the law in Genesis, a principle in Genesis chapter one, verse 11. Genesis chapter one, verse 11. <clears throat> And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. Wow. So what precedes a tree? Seed. Seed will yield a tree. So, when you see a tree, what was there before the tree? Seed. So, before it becomes a tree, it is planted. Seed, planted, germinates tree. From tree, fruit. Are we in the building? From tree, fruit. Now, so, it is seed, planted, Tree, fruit. Okay. Now, please follow me. In the parables of Jesus, both in Mark chapter 4 and Luke chapter 8, Jesus explained that the seed are words. The seed are words. The ground is the heart. The seed is the word. The soil or the ground is the heart of man. The sower soweth the world. The seed is the world. It goes to the ground or it goes into the heart of man. Remember it will yield forth fruit. Seed cannot grow on its own without the soil, without the earth. For a seed to grow, it must contact the soil. So, words cannot grow without the heart. The heart is the soil. So, seeds come first to the heart. The seed will go to the heart. Then it will germinate and bring forth a tree. And the tree will produce fruit. Now, look at Genesis one twenty nine, Genesis one twenty nine, And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. Wow. Please stay with me. What did Adam have? Before the tree, seed. Who did God give the seed to? Adam. To do what with it? To plant. See that. God gave seed to Adam. So Adam will plant the seed. So God gave seed to Adam so he can bring forth trees. And the seed will bring forth fruit after its kind. So if you look at Genesis closely, please stay with me. If you look at Genesis closely, the seed will be words. The tree will be the life of man in Genesis chapter 2. The tree will be the life of man in Genesis chapter 2. Question. Again, what precedes trees? What precedes trees? Seed. So the seed has the tree in itself. The tree is in the seed. So anywhere there is a seed, what do you have? You have a tree. You have a seed. It is an indication you have a tree so a seed has the tree in itself therefore Adam's dominion was in what words words what he spoke so the seed was to determine the events the seed was to determine the outcome of a man's life the events God's revelation to us is the Bible. Is that true? Hello? Is that true? What is in the Bible? Words. The totality of God's revelation is communicated via words, written words. James, I love Brother James. He has helped us a great deal, man. James said something. Pay attention. James chapter 3 verse 1. James chapter 3 verse 1. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. Two. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, word, the same is a perfect man. And if a man does not offend in word, he is able also to bridle the whole body. Your words control the events of your life. Please pay attention. Give me verse 3 and 4 of James 3. Verse 3 and 4. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouths that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. Next verse. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listed. Wow. So he says, Those big things are controlled by insignificant things, small things, small things. Look at a ship that has the capacity to take, you know, within about a thousand human beings with football fields, with restaurants in hundreds, with bedrooms, with sporting centers, all in the ship is just a little steering. That controls the totality of that humongous sheep. Look at forceful horses. Yet you put bits around their tongue. Once you press their tongue, it controls their body. Big events are controlled by insignificant things. Why do things happen the way they happen on the earth? Big events of life Big activities of life are determined by very little insignificant things. Look at that James chapter 3 verse number 5. James 3, 5. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasted great things. Behold, how great a matter, a little fire kindled. What kind of fire? Little fire. Give me the next verse. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defiled the whole body and set it on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell or on fire of judgment. The tongue there refers to words, words, the tongue. God gave man a determinant a determinant for why things happen the way they happen God gave man a determinant seed to plant seed to plant a determinant seed to plant things that rule the earth are insignificant things things that rule the earth are insignificant things. Solomon told us death and life is in the power of the tongue. How did you get saved? If you believe. How do you believe? By hearing words. Romans chapter 8, I mean chapter 10 verse 8. Pay attention. Romans chapter 10 verse 8. But what saith it? the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart? That is the word of faith which we preach. Verse nine: That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Ten. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Eleven. For the Scripture saith. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Speaking words from the heart. Ladies and gentlemen, the most insignificant things on the earth determines the events on the earth. The most insignificant determine the events on the earth. So why do things happen the way they happen on the earth? The simple explanation of the sea and we will explore some more. Remember, Satan said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, Jesus answered, it is written. Why did Jesus say it is written three times? It is written. It is written. He was resisting the temptation. It was not an argument. It was a resistance. So he put up a resistance against the devil with words. It is written. It is written. It is written. Jesus kept talking. When he was on the cross, he was talking. When he was in the grave, he kept talking. Thou shalt not leave my soul in hell. Thou suffer the holy one to see corruption. When he rose from the dead, he was still talking. Why? Words are seeds. When you plant them, they will germinate and give you a tree. And out of the tree will come the fruits. That your life will produce. Words control the activities on the earth. Are you still in the building? Words control the activities on the earth. Insignificant as they may be. Insignificant as they may be. Now, remember, we also talked about fire. Hell fire. In that verse we read. Is put into hellfire. Now, if you have heard of people kept saying, I went to hell, I died, I went to hell, I saw myself in hell, and then I, I came out of hell. Wow. A woman said she went to hell and saw a lot of women in hell. And then she woke up. So the question is, which hell was she in? Why is it only her that woke up? Why didn't the other woman wake up with her? Fire in the Bible was used to explain spiritual principle. Please listen carefully. Fire in the Bible was used to explain spiritual principle. So, question: What was the first time you saw fire in the Bible? First time. What was the first time you saw fire? In the Bible, Genesis chapter 8 chapter eight, is the first time we see the word fire literally spoken of. Look at it, Genesis 8, 20. Please listen carefully. Genesis chapter 8, verse 20. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings, burnt Offerings, burnt offerings on the altar. You cannot burn without fire. Okay? You cannot burn without fire. Why were animals burnt? Because fire is judgment. Fire is judgment. So the animals took the judgment on behalf of the person offering the offering. The animals took the judgment of the fire on behalf of the person who offered the offerings in the Old Testament. So we can infer that Abel did the same thing. You remember Abel in Genesis chapter 4? He brought animals, clean animals, and they were burned. That is to teach us that someday the Son of God will come sinless, harmless, guiltless. One day, the Son of God, who is the Lamb of God, will come sinless, guiltless, harmless. Then the judgment of God will come upon him on behalf of humanity. The judgment of God will come upon the Son of God on behalf of humanity, Sodom took fire, Sodom and Gomorrah, because that was the judgment for sin. So, physical fire is symbolically used to teach judgment. Please, that's important. So, fire teaches judgment. Animals were killed and burned. So, we can infer. That Abel did that today. Now nothing was wrong with Cain. Until the offering. The offering of Cain was not not given in faith. And nothing was right with Abel. Until the offering. So it was not about Cain or Abel. It was about the offering. The offering of Abel justified Abel. The offering of Cain condemned Cain. The offering of Abel was faith in the sacrifice of Christ. The offering of Cain was faith in his ability to qualify. So nothing was either wrong or right. All of them were in the same place. It was the offering that drew the distinction. The offering that drew the distinction. Please, that's very important. I am not perfect, but I come on the basis of a substitute. My sins are on the substitute. I deserve death. The substitute takes it on my behalf. That is the essence of offerings before. They brought them before the Lord. And that's what Abel did before the Lord. God asked Cain, where is Abel your brother? If you do well, sin offering lies at your door. Cain had the chance To offer sin offering. But he refused. So when animals were brought in the Old Testament. It was judgment. Or fire. Is judgment. Fire. Judgment for sin. You know there's a story in the Bible about the rich man and Lazarus. Jesus told us that story. That story is both literal and metaphoric. The rich man said. My tongue is hot. Bring water to cool my tongue. That's a metaphor. That's a metaphor. My tongue is hot. Bring water to cool my tongue is a metaphor. Because when a man dies, his body is here. His body does not go with him. So his tongue cannot be hot. Which means it was a figure of speech. Now, there is judgment of God on sinners. That don't believe the gospel. But don't think it comes by patrol and matches. You know like literal fire. No. So we will learn some stuff from the word in the course of this series. The believer believes the word. The believer believes the word. And whatever is not in the word of God is not a revelation to us. Whatever is not in the word of God does not form our evidence. Whatever is not in the word of God well explained does not form the basis of our belief system. Our belief system is informed and instructed by the written word of God. Is that clear? Informed, we don't imagine things. Our imagination is restricted within the confines of God's world. Please, that's very important. So, the fire is used to explain spiritual concept, judgment. There was no literal fire on Jesus. But Jesus went to hell. But there was no literal fire. He bore the judgment of sin. Bearing the judgment of sin is the fire. Is the symbolic fire. Was Jesus born? Yes. He was born. How do we know that? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2. Ephesians chapter five, verse one, and to be therefore followers of God as their children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and had given Himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savour, sweet smell, like in Noah's offering. When a sacrifice smells, it means it has been burnt. The judgment of sin was put on Jesus. The fire of judgment burnt Jesus. He went to hell, the place of judgment. In Psalm 22, he says, "The bull, the, the bulls of Bashan have compassed me." Psalm 22. He described it where an unbeliever goes is worse than physical fire. It is eternal separation from God. Eternal. Eternal severance from God. Like I told you, God has left his witness in every generation. So no man has an excuse. Judgment is absence. Absence. Of God's light. Absence of God's life. Absence of God's love. Judgment is the absence of God's life. The absence of God's light. The absence of God's love. But we have passed from death to life. Glory to God. We have passed from death to life. No judgment for us. Why do things happen the way they happen on the earth? Man is the determinant on earth. God has given man seed. And man is to plant it. And when man plants seed, the seed will produce a tree that will produce fruits. So man is the determinant for why the things happen the way they happen on the earth. Are we in the building? That a life is in the power of the tongue. So the tongue of a wise man is like a tree of life. A man shall be satisfied with good via the words of his lips. Words like we see in Genesis determines times and seasons. Words. Words determines times and seasons. When God gave man seed, he gave man words. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And a good man shall eat good by the fruit of his lips. Man is the determinant for why things happen the way they happen on the earth. What a man plants, he harvests. You shall have what you say. You say it the way you want to see it. When you say it, you surely will have the result of what you say. So, you are the determinant and those things that determine the outcome of life are inside a man. Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the forces, the influences, the issues, the outcome of life. Out of it. Out of your heart. A good man out of the good, out of the good things inside him, eateth good. An evil man out of the evil in his heart, bringeth forth evil. No devil is responsible. Ultimately, whatever you have in life is as a result of what you planted. So mind what you plant. You plant it, but you cannot control the harvest. Because once the earth and the seed meet, the resultant effect of that combination is a harvest. The resultant effect of the combination of seed and soil is harvest. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, you guard your heart. Salvation as serious as salvation is, As serious as salvation is, what God offers man, what Jesus died for, yet, a man must believe and he must speak. He must believe in his heart and must speak with his mouth to be saved. So, out of a man's heart will come words that determine eternity in heaven or eternity in hell. Man Is the determinant. God has given to man what man requires to build the kind of world he wants to live in. God has given to man what man requires to create the kind of world he wants to live in in this world. There are men living in their world in the world. Everybody is not living in the same world with another. It is what you plant. It is what you say words are seeds that determine trees that determine fruits so the outcome of a man's life will be determined by what that man plants by way of speaking are you blessed tonight stand on your feet that's all i've got for you in this service glory to god a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things an evil man Out of the evil treasure of his heart. Bringeth forth evil things. And whatever a man says. He will harvest. Glory to God. So we go ahead and speak right words. Bible says how forcible Are right words. Father we speak words over everyone. Connected to this service online. On radio. On television. Those in the house centers. Bible study groups. Midweek services in all our different campuses. Around the world. Revelation, knowledge like never before. Solution, direction and answers in the name of Jesus. Barriers are terminated. And we speak to everything that is contrary to what Christ has provided. We command it terminated. Whatever my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted out. Every contrary harvest that contradicts the finished work of Christ. By the mercy of God we terminate in the name of Jesus. And father we declare tonight. Sick bodies are healed, barriers are terminated, holes of the enemy broken completely in the name of Jesus. And we rejoice, we rejoice, we rejoice tonight for all of the blessing and all of the revelation and all of the goodness of God in our direction. Thank you for answered prayer. Sick bodies be healed, be healed. I rebuke infirmity, I rebuke sickness, I rebuke disease. Satan. Get your hands off of God's property. Sick bodies be healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your healing power. And thank you, Lord, for miracles released upon your people tonight. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says that. Amen. On a note of finality. Woo! Glory! Amen! Now listen to me. In another two minutes, I'll be joining Mr. Michael Bush in the other studio. We'll be answering all your calls, responding to your emails. We'll open phone lines and interact with all of you tonight. It's just exciting to be able to do this and serve you the grace of God every time we have the opportunity to do this. Once again, help me invite more people to tune in as we respond to mails and questions and phone calls. We're going to have an exciting time together tonight in the word of his grace. Just before I go, every time we teach you the word of God, we give you the opportunity to honor God's word with your offerings. To honor the word of God with your givings. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you are laying up treasure in heaven. You are investing into a system that can never fail. Every time you give for the work of God, you are accepting responsibility for the spread of the gospel. Number one. Number two, you are honoring what Christ did 2,000 years ago in his death, burial, and resurrection. And it's always a joy for the new creation to have the opportunity to give. We are liberal, we are generous. And we give sacrificially with joy because we are confident that in our giving, our father's kingdom continues to spread all over the earth. I'd like you to grab an offering tonight as we give. If you're watching on television, the banking details are scrolling. If you're watching on social media, the banking details are scrolling. And for the radio audience, Mr. Michael Bush will read the account details for you. So you know where to put in your offerings and all of that. But want to thank you for responding. We want to thank you for giving tonight to the work of God. Let's pray together. Father, for everyone giving tonight, we give in faith, we give with joy. Our offerings come as a delight, as a joy and a desire from the bottom of our hearts. And as you give tonight, I declare for everyone giving, my God supplies all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Barriers are totally terminated and every need of yours is met supernaturally. In the name of Jesus. Thank you father for answered prayer. In Jesus precious name. And every believer says that amen on a note of finality. Glory to God. I'm excited, friend. I'm looking forward to meeting all of you in the other studio. And I'm excited about the word of God. And until I see you in the next one minute or so in the other studio, enjoy the grace of Christ. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service tonight.
1: Glory! Amen. Woo I trust that you have been blessed by this message. For these, all the messages and books by Dr. Abel Domini. Please call plus 234. 806-800-9939 or email powercityoffice at com.
2: Okay, thank you for staying with us. Um, it's so nice to see you again, um, especially our friends on Facebook Live. I'll be looking you up any moment now. But let me just take you through the bank details for those interested in joining the the offering rounds. So, the Account name, of course, is Power City International. There are three banks, as usual, FCMB, Zenith, and UBA. So I'll start with UBA on this edition of the program. One hundred thirty-nine two six four six four. Excuse me, four six five. One hundred thirty-nine twenty-six four six five. That's for UBA. Account name, Power City International. Zenith, ten, twelve, thirty-six, fifty-nine, twelve. 10, 12 36. 5912 that's for zenith and then fcmb is 2982682028 20, fcmb 2982682028 20, the account name steel power city international announcement one down announcement number two in quick succession for sponsorship you can call us up plus +2348032756104 or you want to send a quick email, why not, to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Announcement number two down, the final one now. Calls, you're going to be calling into the program. The number is plus 234-806-800-9939. Plus 234, if you are calling from outside the country, otherwise it's 0806-800-9939. For SMS... Just um, do that to plus two, three, four, seven, oh, three, six, nine, one, eight, six, four, two. Or you send us, if you want to send us an email, do that to ask the counsellor now at gmail.com, at gmail.com. Okay, Lobo Baba has just um, come up here. I'm going to try and see whether I can reach uh, some of our friends. Is that possible? On Facebook Live. The producer has not given me the material to look that up, but I hear I, I. hope I'm able to do that here. Can I just do that? Can I do that? I'll try to see if I can reach some of our friends on Facebook Live. Okay, that's also coming up here. No, that's uh, going to cause some commotion here. No, okay, yeah, I've done that. And um, yeah, let me see. Yeah, Charlotte Dome. Hey, Charlotte Dome is writing from Cameroon. Says, uh, oh no, 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 no. Why did that go up like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Monsieur Bush, nous sommes contents de te revoir. plus de bénédiction. Merci, Chalondome in Cameroon. Lovely outfit, Mr. Bush, thank you. Always calling to for my brother from another mother intercontinental, Mr. Bush, keep the good work up in the body of Christ. Bless your hearts, sir. Thank you. Bobo Sunday, that seems, uh, that seems new. So it's got blessings, Mr. Bush. So nice to see you, Bobo Sunday. Itogo, here too. Sharon Ben in Cairo, Egypt. A victory says, Mr. Bush, thank you for your labor of love. Fantastic. Ojo, Augustine Damilola, thank you. Cynthia Nick, thank you. Sophia Gweleobo, the, the, the lady, the, the, the mama, the woman who owns the copyright. She's the copyright owner of the unreturnable donkey. Oh, my. And so it's nice to have you back, the boss. Warm welcome. I'd like to thank you. I'd like to also thank you. You've been missed, Mr. Michael Bush. Welcome back. Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. Great grace bounce, man. Many thanks. That sounds like Global Boss voice in my ears. Johnson, I'd like to thank you. Colin Sejofo again. Sharon Ben again. Thank God. Again, Lena L. K. Kaleke. I'd like to thank you. Again, Abjain Awite, I'd like to also thank you. There are many, many people. Fatina Halidi, uh, in Kenya. I'd like to also thank you again and again and again. Who is there now? Kenneth Koduwu. thank you. Priscilla Chabonse Mutale, I'd like to thank you. Safowa Lydia, I'd like to thank you too. Johnson Inogiri again, um, who else is the senior pastor? Maxud Jamali, I'd like to also thank you. M Chala, I'd like to thank you. Many, many of you. K Oluwa, okay, I got that right now. Okuk, I'd like to also welcome you to the program. Dixon Maruza, Kosi Iadetu. Many, many of you. God, uh, yes, this is Dr. Godwin, Godisman Umaren. I'd like to also welcome you to the program. Thank you for standing up for me the other day. can never forget that. Kevin um, Chanda, you too. Daniel Mvenga, you too. Colin Sejiofor again. Colin Sejiofor again. Shalom Dome again. I'd like to thank you. Uh, it says, je from Cameroon, but je vis Oh, okay. That she's just trying to say that she's from Cameroon, but um, she, lives at the, oh, she lives in the United States. I hope that um, um, President-elect Joe Biden and... Um, Kamala, Kamala Harris, uh, Vice President-elect, will be better choices for you right there in the United States of America. Okay, so i come back. Princess uh, Clement, you too. I'd like to also thank you, Martin Noir, and many, 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 many other names. Um, Titiema, you too are named Tala again. Okay, so done um, so much with that. Global is here, and I think in 60 seconds we should um, set sail. That 60 seconds starts now.
1: Oh, I mean. Abel Daminer Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth, Riot, live with Dr. Abel Daminer
0: In your career, in your marriage, in your business, on your job,
1: receive miracles theme, curse, curses, cursing and the concept of deliverance And Acts the Counselor with Dr. Abel Daminer and Michael Bush Time Monday to Saturday 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. GMT Plus 1 Join the program live on Comfort FM 95.1, Uyo, Sunday 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And Monday to Saturday 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Radio Akwaibom 90.5 FM, Uyo, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily. XL FM 106.9, Uyo, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Unuyo FM 100.7, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Inspiration FM 105.9 9pm to 10pm daily And on Heritage FM 104.9 10pm to midnight You can also watch these programs Live on Kingdom Live Network TV On Your Strong Decoder Or My TV Decoder You can also follow Abel Damino's Facebook page, Public Figure As well as YouTube, Twitter And Instagram handles to watch real time Welcome to riot live and ask the counselor host doctors abel and Rachel
2: daminer welcome back and um it's now the time that i know you always are waiting for riot live is a program the segment is ask the counselor my name is michael bush my producer is here he's looking so healthy so to the production team. They are even looking healthier than Global Barber and me. So the producer is Passo I.J. Aquerre. He comes complete with the production team. The man of the moment, of course, is Global Barber, an international televangelist and prolific author. He's written so, so many books. Help me welcome Dr. Ebel. Domino. the intercontinental
0: mr bush global good I, to have you here again i, I
2: thought we had ended season one
0: we took a break but <laughs> we are still we are still on break this one is just uh Jara. yes Jara
2: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> okay global Barbara. yeah okay so we we this uh, um there's something we do the same mannerism we have in the program the if you like the traditional opening on the program we always pray yep. for our states for our country for our governments for our people and then for the continent and for the world yep
0: let's pray together father we rejoice that we have the privilege of fellowshipping together in the light of your word Amen. and we thank you that we have the opportunity to declare things over our world our world's rule Amen. so we decree that as we pray for kwaibom state our own dear state here we pray for nigeria our nation. We pray for other nations of the world. We decree that the light of the gospel continues to shine very bright. Mm -hmm. We declare that the gospel finds access into the hearts of men and women all over the world. We decree that through the preaching of the gospel, the light of God shines in the dark places of the earth. Disciples are raised. Believers are equipped. Ministers of the gospel are unleashed to preach Christ and make him known to a world that doesn't know him. We pray for leaders, governors. We pray for presidents of nations. We ask, O oh God, that even in our various countries, that our leaders come under the influence of God. And we decree that they create enabling environments for potentials to find expression. And we decree that through the preaching of the gospel, the devil and his courts are brought to their knees. And we give you praise for victory and for answer prayer. In Jesus'
1: name,
2: amen. 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 Thank you. Yeah, so we've been, we've been on break. And, uh, yes, yes. It was yes, great break. Yes. Great break. We, only that we we'll um, had some time you know only that Chilling. global baba uh, you know you can uh, you cannot predict global baba for once we thought that this break would end well yeah and but he now... took me to radio station <laughs> yesterday <laughs> <laughs> okay and that is where this happened yes. Global baba said now we have to do this and yes. we're here we're quite excited i, I listened to global baba the opening um, when he said look we need to do this because the the work is piling, the questions are piling yeah. up and all of that, and it's yeah. so exactly um, true. Globaba, so, so uh, nice to be back. I remember the last time we let it off in Uyo. Yes. So we start in Uyo okay. on this edition of the program. So thank you, Global Baba, for your hard work and labor of love. I pray God strengthens you more and more. So please pray for me for financial miracle and good relationships. Thank you for your spiritual intervention in my situation. I'm your son, Bokime, from Uyo.
0: In the name of Jesus, we ask that as you position yourself and get your hands to walk, you are favored with God and with men. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. Hello, Global Baba and Professor Bush. I'm forming so abasi. My question is, how did the wise man, Global Baba, know it was Jesus, the Savior, that was born, since they were still carnal men at the time?
0: Well, if you follow the teaching very carefully, we took time to look at the scriptures They followed the star. The wise men said, we saw the star from the east. And like we said, it was, you know, a star. So that star, a shooting star, was what led them to where Jesus was. Like we always say, the Jewish people had the prophets and the scriptures. But the rest of the nations had the witness of God through nature. Because all things were created for him and by him. So I'll refer you back to the teachings. I mean, I refer you to the teachings that we did you know, in the past few weeks, where we took time to look at how God reached out to other nations that didn't have access to the prophets and to
2: the scriptures. More entries coming from Uyo, Akwaibum State. By the way, that's where we're broadcasting from. We're broadcasting from the heart of Uyo. Uyo is the capital of Akwaibum. Akwaibum is a state in the south-southern part of Nigeria, a country, of course, on the west coast of Africa. So more entries here from Hello Global Baba based on your teachings that God is out of time that created and regulates time. Can we then say that it is wrong to say God works in time and seasons? My name is uh, Pius in Uyo.
0: God works both in and out of time and seasons. He works in
2: all of them. Okay. It's, so he works in time and seasons. out of time. Okay. Yep, all right. Okay. So still from Uyo, Hello Global Baba, my name is uh, Jacob, I do from your hello Mr. Bushy, asks, please, does Jesus give power to make wealth as stated in Deuteronomy 8.18? No, it, it,
0: that's not what that scripture means. The context of that scripture was not a generalized situation, which many preachers have preached as, you know, God gives people the power to make wealth. In that scripture, Moses was admonishing the children of Israel on their way to the promised land. And he was showing them how that God has been merciful to them, how that God has been gracious to them, how that God gave them favor with the Egyptians, and they were able to gather the spoil out of Egypt on their way to the promised land. And he said to them, when you have eaten and you are full, you shall remember that it is the Lord that gave you the power to get the wealth, that you do not forget the Lord. And if you observe in the wilderness, they actually forgot God. They took their earrings and made a golden calf and began to worship an idol. And they said it is that idol that brought them out of Egypt. So they actually forgot, even though Moses gave them a warning on their way to the promised land. So what does God do where wealth is concerned? God has created the earth and put all the resources in the earth, has given you intelligence, has given you skills. So you go ahead and develop those skills and talents. And when you develop them, you go to the marketplace. Find a job. The Bible tells us clearly in Ephesians, he that does not walk should not eat. So if you're going to eat, you've got to walk. If you say God is the one that gives people the power to make money, then what you're accusing God of is that God is the one responsible for those who are poor. And that is not going to be fair. God just gave all of us a, plain, you know, a, a fair playing ground for everybody to go in there and engage industry, engage commerce, engage business, and your skills and your intelligence will determine the extent to which you prosper or excel in the
2: marketplace. Okay, Global Baba, let's make progress till around uh, Uyo, the capital city of Aquaibum says, hello, Global Baba, I'm so depressed and sometimes I feel like committing suicide. My dad has been down with stroke, Global Baba, for eight years now. Money has been spent to no avail. My mom is diabetic. I graduated 15 years ago, Global Baba, and there's still no job for me. I'm not even married, and I'm 38 years old. I'm so shattered. Please pray for me, Globo Baba, Sylvia O'Ford Morgan. Father, we pray
0: for Sylvia right now. We take authority over every harassment of the devil on her family, and we command a miracle of restoration, a miracle of healing and deliverance from that situation. In Jesus'
2: name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Globo Baba will still stay on in Uyo. I'm still just looking out. I thought I had... uh, one anonymous message, okay, in this one, it don't accept, says, uh, not anonymous, but it doesn't tell us where, so we'll just guess it to you. It says, hello, intercontinental Michael Bush, greetings to you and to my global barber. Thank you for being available to ensure our growth in the knowledge of God's word. Global Baba, my question is, does sudden evil come to people because of choices? So choice, uh, choices they make, you Yeah,
0: yeah. choices determine the outcome of men's lives, whether it is good or bad. So that's why you've got to be careful the kind of choices you make because yours is to make the choice but you don't control the outcome of that choice and for choices that are not made right they have consequences and sometimes those consequences are very fast and rapid in taking effect
2: okay that anonymous message i alluded to earlier is here now hello global baba please what is the law of sin and death what's the law of the spirit of life what's the difference between the two
0: the law of sin and death is the law of moses where Moses gave them a law, and if you keep the law, you experience, you know, you experience uh, mercy. And if you don't keep the law, you experience death. You experience you know, the outcome of sin, which is disobedience to the terms and demands of the law. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is the law of the new creation. What you have in Christ by virtue of believing the gospel, and what the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ has made available to the believer, in christ jesus so that life of god frees a man from the law of moses from the consequences of the law of moses a believer is totally free from it because he now has a new law and is the law of the life of god in
2: christ jesus okay global but one last one from you then we make our way out go to other parts of the state and then to other parts of the country and then we out of the continent my name is Frederick Global Baba. Please explain Mark 16:16 16, 16 and Acts 22:38. Some pastors are holding on to these chapters, claiming a person is not saved without baptism. Thank you, Global Baba, for helping me out with this.
0: Acts 22,
2: arts, uh, 22 16, 16. Acts 2:38, 2, Mark 16:16,
0: Acts 2.28.
2: 2:38.
0: Okay, 2:38, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Put it on the screen. Let's see. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you. Now when he said baptized, he didn't say baptized in water. The problem with many people is that when they see baptized, they think of water. The word baptized doesn't mean water. You can be baptized with oil. You can be baptized with money. You can be baptized with words. It's the word baptizo. It means to be immersed. And he didn't say water there. So when you see the word baptized, don't always think it is water. It has to be checked within context. Again, If you look at that Mark 16, he said, he that believeth and is baptized. That and is that is. He that believeth, that is baptized. Believing is being baptized into Christ. So he's not talking of water. He's talking about an immersion into Christ by faith. An immersion into Christ by faith. So again, when you see the word baptized, don't always think he's talking about water. In fact, let me give you another scripture to help you with this understanding. Acts chapter 19 verse 1. Acts chapter 19, verse 1. Look at it. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, verse 2, and finding certain disciples, give me verse 2, he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as had whether there be any Holy Ghost, verse 3. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? And they said, unto John's baptism. Now look at verse 4, John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying. So baptism of John is what he said. The teaching of John is the baptism of John. So baptism is not always water. It can be teaching. It can be, you know, faith. It can be, it depends on the context. So that should help you to be able to help those pastors who think that the word baptism always has to do with water. It's just a shallow understanding. If you look at the elaborate understanding of the scriptures, baptism is not always water. It's an immersion. But the text will signify what he's talking about. So that's why you must read the pretext and the posttext to understand the context of the use of that word,
2: baptism. We're two minutes away from telephone calls on this comeback edition of the program. So just prepare. We'll be taking your calls in another 120 seconds. But right now to our back next and for those who are listening from outside Akwaibum or outside Nigeria, our back is still in Akwaibum State. It says, hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. I love you, Global Baba. I appreciate the true light you shed on the gospel of Jesus Christ to Christians all over the world. Please, Global Baba, I would like you to explain what will happen to people who marry more than one wife. Because in some churches, these people are not allowed to partake in communion. They're not allowed to... Uh, do preaching, accepting monetary contributions such as tithes, supports, and offering. The church's uh, actions portray the people as sinners and no salvation for them. I think we've handled this before. of yes. Joseph in back.
0: Yeah, we have handled that question before. And what we said is marriage or no marriage does not hold any effect after this life. After this life, marriage does not hold any effect any longer. Once people die, there's no more marriage. Marriage is physical, marriage is earthly, marriage ends here you don't take marriage outside here however in the churches the reason why people who are married to more than one wife are not permitted to do certain things is because their example is not a good example for believers and leadership has to be exemplary so that is why in certain churches people who are married to more than one wife are not permitted to embark on exemplary leadership roles that's why that happens because the bible says for example a bishop must be the husband of one wife. And the purpose is because that that sets the pace for leadership, for being exemplary. Now, if somebody was married to more than three, four wives before he got born again, now he's born again, all those women don't stop him from being saved. And it doesn't stop him from going to heaven. So again, marriage ends with earth. Marriage has no spiritual relevance after this life. I hope that helps you.
2: Okay, sure. It's just come um, to just past uh, half past the hour here, here in Uyo, Nigeria. We're ready for your phone calls. Keep that coming. Remember, the number is 0806 800 9939 if you're calling from inside Nigeria. Otherwise, it's plus two three four eight oh six eight hundred nine nine three nine 806 Global Baba to EBC Boa Suta Nexus. Hello, Global Baba. God will continue to bless you for throwing more light. On what had been hidden from us in the scriptures and Pastor Dan from Ibisitbo as Sultan. Thank from you. there we run straight to Ona local government area. It says hello, Global Baba. Toby from Ona. Please, sir, how can I overcome bad thoughts? I need counsel on this. Thank you, sir.
0: Well, to overcome bad thoughts, you fill your heart with good thoughts. And how do you do that? You open yourself to the teaching of God's word and spend more time listening to the word, studying the word, meditating the word, and in doing that, you are renewing your mind from those bad thoughts to the thoughts that are saturated with Christ.
2: Another one from Onar says, My name is Andy, Hello, global baba. I write from Ona. My question is, I need healing for bad thoughts. Please counsel me on how to overcome this.
0: Again, overcoming bad thoughts, you, give, you take it to the word of God. David says, Wherewithout shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed thereunto according to thy word? Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I may not sin against you but the Paul says, let the word of Christ you reach your thoughts with the word of God and you meditate wholesome thoughts I mean wholesome it changes the configuration of your mind
2: two different um, people writing from the same place they are both writing from Ona yep. and they have bad thoughts but Ona is where everyone should be having good thoughts now. yes I take this caller hello Hello. Thank you for joining us you Good know where you're son. calling from. Yes. Go ahead. Yes, sir. This is the Senator calling from Calaban. Fantastic. Yes. Sir, sir. I really like to appreciate the uh, for PC in the world. Thank you. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir, please I want to find a clarification. There's a place in James that uh, it, uh, confessing i think it says we should confess uh, sins uh, and then uh, the other one in proverbs says that uh, he that confesses his sin and uh, leaves them will be pardoned so in view of this i really
1: want to get a proper understanding of that of these scriptures
0: in the old testament before jesus died confession of sin was required for forgiveness Because they were confessing it on animals and confessing it, you know, for animal sacrifice. But when Jesus died and rose from the dead, he paid for all of our sins. So we don't confess sins, we confess Christ. In James, he was not talking of sins to Christ. He was talking about confess your fault one to another that you may be healed. One to another. We confess. Like if I do wrong, I tell you I did wrong to you. I am sorry. So that our relationship can be healed. He wasn't talking about confessing to God. He was talking about confessing to one another. But the Proverbs you read, which talks about he that covered his sins shall not prosper, was talking about the Old Testament people. Because under the Old Testament, sins were confessed on animals. And the animals were sacrificed for their sins to be covered. Those are two different ball
2: games. I hope that helps you. Okay. We're leaving, Ona, um, and heading to... We're actually going outside Akwaibum in a moment. We'll be heading to Cross River State at Kappa. But before we head there, we're going to go through yeah, E2 and then E which are both um, local government areas of Aquaibom State. Just before I take some anonymous entries for the road, please follow. Hello. Are you there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you for joining us today. Hello. Many thanks for so joining us. Your name? Where you calling from? One minute. Oh. I'm calling from Ghana. Your name? Oh, you? Okay, go ahead. Uh, do we have
0: power city in Ho? Oh, I don't know if we, I think we might have a power city in Ho in Ghana. What you can do is so that you can have the details, send an email to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com asking for the details of Power City in whole Ghana. We will email that to you. Thank you.
2: Okay, quickly. Anonymous, and for the road, hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Global Baba have been following your teaching. It's really, really great. You are impacting so many lives throughout the world. God bless you and strengthen you more and more. Sir, so, please, according to Genesis 40, 20 to 22 mark 6 17 to 28 and jeremiah twenty fourteen to 15 is it bad to celebrate birthdays if yes why if no why Nobody's escaping here
0: well first of all all the scriptures you quoted <laughs> don't even correlate at all so you know and we don't have time now to do exegesis in them now celebrating birthday or not celebrating birthday has no does not mean anything whether you celebrate or you choose not to celebrate, it changes nothing. All right? So you want to celebrate, you're afraid to celebrate, you don't want to celebrate, it's still okay. It is for your pleasure. It does not have any spiritual relevance, neither does, does it have any negative impact. It's choice, just like you choose to wear white cloth or blue cloth, or you choose to wear black cloth or red cloth. It's just your choice. It's for your pleasure. However, it is good to celebrate the fact that you were born and that you are a blessing to people
1: on earth. What about Jesus' birthday? <laughs>
0: Well, Jesus' is his birthday. We don't celebrate Jesus' birthday because, first of all, He lives in you, and every day you wake up knowing
2: that He lives in you is a celebration. Another caller. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. You know oh, where you're good, from? good evening. Yes, go ahead. Um, my name is Touch. I'm calling from Uyo. Yeah. Hello, good evening. Yeah, fire on. We can hear you. We heard all of that. Don't repeat it. Just go ahead. Um, please, I wanted to find out if if um if addiction is a physical or spiritual problem. Because I'm having an addiction issue with cocaine. And I wanted to know if we give any prayers or if just something of the mind. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, if you're having addiction issues with cocaine. Um, you need counseling, you need to be talked to, we need to show you the impact that cocaine is having on you, because a realization of that helps you ultimately to make the right choices that will free you from that addiction. So again, you will need some kind of counseling. My advice, if you can stop by Power City on Sunday, either during the first service or second service, when you come, request to see Pastor Ignatius a Pastor Ignatius a query. Ask anybody in the church. They will show you him. Tell him you are the one who called for cocaine addiction. We promise to handle your case with strict privacy. We will minister to you. We will share with you and we will help you until you are free from that addiction.
2: I'm just imagining strolling to the church and then standing there. I'm looking for Pastor I.J. where I see him. I'm the one. I have cocaine addiction. No, no, it
0: will be I am the one that called. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then Pastor Query will take him to a quiet place. Okay. What was it you called about? Then okay. he will tell him, I'm and then we we'll
2: take him through. <laughs> I'm <still> wondering. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, Global Baba, um, there's a question. Okay, let's just make progress. Okay, this last one before we go to e two, and then to Correpan, and then to Cross River Hello, Global Baba, I'm Mr. Bush. Global Baba, my name is Uyay. I'm writing from Ibom State. Please, Global Baba, pray for me, for God to heal me. I'm pledged with external pile, hemorrhoids, and it doesn't respond to medication anymore. I need your prayers. My health is tolerating every day.
0: Well, we want to pray for you. Also, you may have to see the doctor so that if they need to operate on you, they will operate on you and get rid of it. You don't have to be suffering out of fear. You will not die. Operating, operation of pile does not kill. Sure. It frees you from it. Sure. So that's a very quick way you can get you know, yourself freed from the pain and the discomfort and also endangering your health, Father. We pray for we. I we ask for a miracle. We ask for a supernatural intervention, and we speak to that to that homerights to the pile. We command a miracle of
2: healing right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, Global Papa, we we'll just take thirty seconds and have this discussion, and I hope that it blesses somebody. I had hemorrhoids uh, twice. Okay. You know, I had hemorrhoids twice. I had the surgery here in Nigeria, in the U.S. matter of fact, um, after ten years, came back and it was very painful. I had to go to Dubai to handle that. Um, I don't know what cost it, but I know that um, when I was much younger in the Republic of Cameroon, I used to drink about 36 bottles of Coca Cola every day. Wow. Thirty-six bottles, low Baba. You, wow. know, you know, in Cameroon, everyone is, uh, yes. you know, everyone just likes drinking. You know, and all. I'm I'm sorry to say that it's not to offend anybody. Yeah, you know, they just love and all of that. Yes. So when we go out with friends, while they are taking their beer and taking a bottle of Coke, and I could end up taking forty bottles a day. Yeah. You know, and all of that. So I don't know whether that is what cost it because people say, oh, it's too much sugar and all of that. Okay. You know, so surgery yeah. is just the answer. Surgery um, is I, the um, answer. I, you know, I had one in uyo Nigeria. Slow is a, a long story. I had one in New Nigeria. It took me three, four Months to go to the toilet wow but i went to dubai to have it in in five seconds i was using toilet you know so okay but let's get <laughs> <say it. laughs> i think you they know you're they did better well, than I, I should also say so so. it it's a long time a... yes you know, but yes. i believe that now in new york they will just do it like yep. magic yeah yep. okay so to eat you next hello our global star and the father of truth of this generation hello intercontinental mr michael bush our global baba please pray that the government of Kwaibum State will pay retired primary teachers their gratuity in on Twitter, Mr. Bush, please use your ad uh, platforms to advise the government of Akwaibum State to pay primary school teachers their gratuity. The people are dying, in their numbers. The government of Akwaibum State need prayers, blah, blah, blah. blah. So to, um, to be aware of what is right and the advice of Mr. Bush to do what is right, please. Okay, Mr. Emmanuel you need to. This looks like um, some <laughs> stuff, but, you know. It's, um, I, I, global, yes. I, say this, I say this, and I'm not speaking on behalf of governments, I don't have those powers, but I know that I've talked with the, the Honorable Commissioner of Finance, I've, talked, I've spoken with the SSG on this, I've spoken with the Head of Service on this, I've spoken with the accountant general on air. And what they tell me is um, different from what the people say. they are just two, three, four people who keep complaining and all that, but most people say, we have got it, we have got it, we have got it. So I think that if you have problems with this, um, I hope you have fulfilled all the conditions that government sets out. Right. You know, those are the very important things. Yeah. For instance, as the canton told me, there are some forms they are supposed to fill. If you have not filled, you can be paid. You
0: can be paid. You know, so
2: yeah. uh, beyond prayers, beyond even advising government, make sure you have done your own side of the bargain.
0: Now, what you have said is both the prayer yeah. and the advice.
2: Global Baba. He so should just looking, go and do, you know, you are minister.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he should just go and do what he needs to do so, to get his money paid.
2: Absolutely. Okay, so from it too to it too. Hello, Global Baba. I'm Emmanuel from it too. My second son smokes and drinks too much. Now he doesn't like to eat food anymore. Please pray that he's delivered from this habit of bondage. Thank you, Global Baba.
0: Father, we pray for salvation. Salvation for this boy. We ask that laborers will be released in his direction. To bring him into the kingdom and free him from the bondage of the enemy. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. We're heading to Kalabar. No, And here it comes. Hello, Global Baba. Please pray for me. I've been suffering from convulsion for many years now. I have no solution yet. Please, I need your prayers for my healing. Thank you. Do not
0: Well, Father, we take authority over convulsion and we command a miracle of total freedom. Be healed. In
2: Jesus' name. Amen. From Ekuriki, quickly, quickly to Kalaba. Greetings, Apostle Bush and uh, Global Baba, Doctor Damina. I'm grateful to God for using you to speak to spread the fragrance of Christ in the world. I've benefited from your teachings since 2015 till today. I will continue all my life. Sincerely, you've changed my life and my knowledge of the Word positively. I have come to the knowledge of the truth in Christ Jesus. The message of the Scriptures, the knowledge you dispense from God's Word has built in me. Christ, and freed me from the confusion of religion. Thank you, sir, for your labor. I appreciate your family and you. You are a great gift of God to our world. I appreciate Apostle Bush for being part of the team to spread the word of God. God will reward your labor of love. Amen. My sincere appreciation also goes to the entire production team for their daily sacrifices to ensure the message comes out live to us. God bless the work of their hands. Amen. I have neither question nor counseling, but a request to my global barber, to speak words of prayer into my life, into my family, and all my endeavors. Thank you once again, sir, and remain blessed as you all already are. Great grace, glory, from Elder Upabio Ethion in Calabar.
0: Father, thank you for Elder Upabio. We speak the blessing, we speak the grace of God, the peace of God, and above all, the revelation of Jesus like never before. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. So from Calabar, Calabar. I thought I had another Calabar. Can I just quickly take that? If it is not there, I just head out straight to another part, but I'm still waiting for your calls. If you can keep those calls coming, I'll have them. Okay. This one doesn't tell me where he writes from, but it's uh, anonymous. Yes. It says, hello, Global Baba. I went for eye surgery in 2018 until now my eyes are not healed kindly pray for me to have my healing and recover my sight. Government is owing me pension for six months now. Please say words of prayer for God to touch the heart of government to pay me off so I can use the money to feed my family. Thank you. Unfortunately, you know, just so, um, I hope this is true, because how do you write stuff like this and make it anonymous? You know, but we just read, because on this platform, our our own is to be credible, is to do everything and read the things as they come in. Yes. All right. Father, we
0: ask for healing for those eyes and a miracle. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And we ask for favor. We ask that monies that are owed this person be
2: paid in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Global Baba from uh, Calabar, Cross River State. We're heading to Joss. Joss is in Plateau State, Nigeria. Hello, Global Baba. My name is Abigail Enoch. I arrived from Joss. My question is why does one evil proclamation cancel out all or most of the good things we've been proclaiming? I believe light overshadows darkness. Thank you very much.
0: Well, I don't know what you mean by that, but you know, um, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks and if you are light, you shouldn't speak evil. You know, and if you find yourself speaking evil, you can, you know, you can withdraw those words and speak the words of life because when life lives in you, what comes out of you should be life, should be light, should be the love of God. So yes, you, you go ahead and speak the right words and if at any time you speak any contrary word, you have the right to reverse it Cancel it and speak right words, knowing that when you speak your words, you will eat the harvest of those words.
2: Amen. Okay, so um, still Anonymous says, hello, Global Baba. I want to thank God for your life. I enjoyed your message on deliverance. God bless you, sir. It's time for people to know the truth. I will set them free. Enough of old covenant preaching in order to hold them to themselves. I will visit your church. Till then, I say God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Another one still anonymous. Hello, Global Baba. Daddy, you have been there. Uh, Revelation, uh, since 2018, that's what's written. I found myself in ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, so you are a man to choose to lead this ministry. I prophesy that in 2021 you'll be more international than ever in the name of Jesus Christ to finish the, the finish uh, of our faith in God. Daddy, please, is it necessary to put a person's... Uh, explanation in france or in spanish i declare that you'll be international i don't know i don't understand that but you know it's not um, totally just uh, very clear for us but i don't know is it um, is it is it necessary to translate these messages and all that is that the question
0: well if there's a question yes it's necessary we want to get the, the message to every language every dialect around the world so yeah you know and uh, thank you for your kind words
2: Okay, Global Baba, I'm trying to see whether we can now. Okay, still from the Plateau State. Hello, Global Baba. I'm a very, I have a very serious stomach ache after I ate uh, in the dream. Please pray for me. Thank you. I'm Kowok from Plateau State. Well,
0: in the name of Jesus, we speak peace to your system. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. Okay, Global Baba to the southwestern part of the country, Akure, Ondo State. Hello, Global Baba, Dr. Damina, I reside in Akure. Akure in Ondo State. I want to know where I can fellowship with Power City International Brethren here in Akure. I'm a 62-year-old grandma. Thank you, Global Baba. My name is Adeyemi Caroline Yabo, retired. Wow. In
0: Akure, I don't know if I have a campus, but what we'll do is, uh, producer, please, you will connect this num- this person with Pastor Matthew in Abuja to help connect her with our campus if there's any in Akure.
2: Okay, so from um, that on uh, ondo state, let's go to Oshun state quickly. Quickly, hello, Global Baba. My name is Usula Ajala. I write from Oshobo, Oshun state. Luke nine five says, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. Sir, what is the significance of shaking dust off from the feet as Jesus instructed in this verse?
0: It's not literal. It's just judgment. You know, we bring the gospel and people reject the gospel. They
2: are they are condemned already.
0: So it's just symbolic. It's a mode of communication. It's not literally shaking off your legs.
2: Okay, so from uh, Ocean State, Global Baba, let's go to Ogun State. And this one, the Lord continue to increase you, Global Baba. I want to find out where you have your Bible study campus in Ogun State. And Pastor Johnson.
0: Pastor Johnson, we will see how the producer will get your details from the email here and connect you with our global coordinator who will reach out to you on where we have a campus in Ogun State.
2: Yeah, so we're right now from Ogun. I think well, we've done um, enough in Nigeria with just a little over 10 minutes on our hands on this edition of the show. Let's go outside the country, Ghana. Here we can Be nice. Hello, Global Baba. I'm Ike Chukwu, Stephen, a Nigerian living in Ghana. Please pray for God to establish me and prosper my business.
0: Well, great grace is upon you in Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. To South Africa next, and um, who writes here from, says, hello, Global Baba, I'm writing from South Africa. My name is Leo Tanka. These three words and their real meanings confuse me as described in Greek. One is the devil, two is Satan, number three is devil. It says, are they some spiritual beings that cause havoc or just words that describe the behavior or situations that people face? I'm confused because we bind and loose all sorts of demons. uh, That's all sorts of demons, all sorts of Satan and devils. Please give me some synonyms.
0: Satan is a spirit. Demons are spirits under Satan, and they are all responsible for evil and evil things. They are not just a figment of imagination. They are real beings in the spirit. All right, and uh, you need you need full teaching because from even your question, you're ignorant of all of these. So I recommend for you if you can get our teaching on Satan and Demons. Satan and Demons is about four hours of teaching. You can order from our office. It will help you with some knowledge so you know how to function.
2: I'll take the last one call on this edition of the program right now. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. We know where you're calling from. Uh, I'm I'm just calling from uh, Ababa. Yes, I mean, I want to ask uh, Papa a question. Okay. Mm. Then I want to know from him whether a man born naturally to become a bad person or is a desire of a man.
0: Everybody is born innocent. Then, as people are born innocent, they begin to pick up habits from their environment, from their family, from association. And as they keep picking up those habits they pick them up along the way till they get to the age of accountability where they begin to make very deliberate choices so again everybody is born innocent it is upon birth that people begin to pick up influences and lessons from their environment but they make choices ultimately at the age of accountability
2: Okay, we're staying on in South Africa, Ncedo Benson Balela, right? Says, hello, Dr. Damina, and me, my dear Mr. Michael Bush, I'm a South African Bible reader who's been following you for a long time. I'm in desperate need of your help and expertise on the following text, and that is Revelation 14.6. He goes on to say, fear God, give glory unto him, for the hour of his judgment has come.
0: All right, my advice, get our teaching on the book of Revelation, The whole book of Revelation is about nine hours or so. It will help you a lot to understand everything that is written in that book of Revelation. Again, like I always say, the book of Revelation must be carefully explained because there are so many metaphors because of the angels that were involved in giving the Revelation to John. So it needs a lot of explanation. So again, order for the teaching, understanding the book of Revelation.
2: To Zambia, and this will be our last port of call on the continent of Africa, as we dash um, outside the continent in a moment. Hope you are fine, Lobo Baba and the entire family. After you finished the misunderstood, the misunderstood God series, I sat down and started meditating on the true character of God as revealed in Christ Jesus. I went back to Sutera Season 4, where you talked about um, predestination, foreknowledge, and election. Then I asked myself a question. How can a God who sees the end from the beginning and whose character is consistent, constant good, plant a tree of knowledge of good and evil, <coughs> excuse me, when he knew that the people he created will eat from it? That's total confusion, but our God is not the author of confusion, Global Baba. I've understood very well the true character of God, and now I explain and defend myself. The character of God without difficulties. I now live in a realm where nothing disturbs my peace. I really thank God for you, Global Baba, be delivered from unreasonable men and wicked men. And may you be given more doors of utterance. This is Leonard Bessa from Kitwe, Zambia.
0: Wow, Leonard, bless you. And I'm sure in in today's teaching you'll follow to understand what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil really means. I took time to explain that in today's teaching.
2: Okay, Global Baba, let's dash to the Americas. The United um, States says, thank you, man of God, for exposing Jesus, not hiding him like all other prophets have been doing. Mr. Bush, you too, I appreciate it. Please help us women in America. Our parents are killing us, uh, excuse me, our husbands, are killing us out here. Every week there is news of a killing or two, especially African men. Global Baba, I have to run away from my husband who does not know where I am now because of abuse, manipulation, and threats. Women in the diaspora, global Baba, suffer so much. They work so hard. We look after the home, but our husbands want us to do more than we can bear. If you don't uh, please them, they stigmatize you and make you feel like you're a bad person. When you voice your opinion, global Baba, they say you are dominating them. Why do black men, global Baba, treat women like they are bad people? I'm so depressed and have suicidal thoughts, but your messages are keeping me right now. How... Are women supposed to be in this world, Global Baba? My husband is a prophet, a seer. He will always look good to his members, but he treats me like nobody. He will always talk bad about me to his friends. They see me as a troublesome woman. I don't want to embarrass him, so I don't say anything. Global Baba, I see so much of marriage problems on your show, can you preach on marriage one of these days for us? I'm tired, and too many sisters in church confide in me the same problems. I can't continue to lie to them, so I have to run away. Global help, help, help. We are suffering. New follower, Anonymous.
0: Oh, my goodness. I've done a teaching on marriage, actually, about 30 hours, uh, understanding marriage, relationship, and family life. I have a book on it, and I have a teaching series on it. And I think in the year to come, I'll do more teaching on marriage. But my advice is simple. You've already run away. That's the first step. If you're being abused, it is no more marriage. It becomes persecution. So the first thing to do is to run away to a place of safety and then settle yourself down, reinforce, build up yourself. And if in the future there is the possibility of coming back, all right, you come back and check again. And if there is no possibility at all, thank God you're in a country, in, abroad, you know, in a country where laws work, where government work, where, you know, law enforcement works. If he's threatening your life, well, you look for how to get the law involved and save yourself. I heard of a guy in Ghana, I mean, one Ghanaian pastor in America who killed his wife, went to the bank you know, called his wife out. As soon as she came out, he opened the bullets on her and just wiped her life off. I mean, there's no need to be in a marriage where you're being abused and where you're being destroyed. There's no point at all whatsoever. So you get out of that home, go to where there's safety, build yourself, settle down, and, you know, fulfill God's purpose for your life.
2: Okay, Global Baba, our producer is gesticulating that it's about time we signed off the program, so we need to go, but we're not going to spend the night in the United States, We'll so just make a quick dash to Germany where our friend Tenda has been waiting and uh, Tenda, uh, we're in Germany, but we'll stay with you tomorrow when, oh, no, not tomorrow, Sunday. Sunday, yep. Sunday we we'll are back live on the program on Sunday. So Tenda, I'll take this one, I promise you, outside with Germany on Sunday. Okay, so producer, um, Pastor IJ e. thank you. The production team, thank you. On your behalf, this is Michael Bush. Inviting Global Barber, Dr. Abel Damina, to take us home on this edition.
0: The Intercontinental, Mr. Booth. What a day we've had. You know, we've had a wonderful time. I want to thank all of you for giving us the time to serve you the grace of God. And I want to encourage you to order for books, order for the teachings, spend time to listen to them. If you really listen to the teaching, your questions will be 99% gone because the teachings will explain all of those concepts to you. Remember, we're live again tonight, 9 to 10 Inspiration FM, 10 to 12 midnight on Heritage FM. Tomorrow morning, we're, we're, we're live on Radio Aquibom, 11 to 1 p.m., 1 to 3 p.m. on XL clear, FM, right? 3 to 5 p.m. Radio You, you Know Your you, FM. FM, and then 6 to 8 on Comfort FM again tomorrow, and it just keeps going. Sunday, we'll be live here. We'll have two services. Um 7.30 in the morning first service and 10.30 in the morning second service. We're inviting everybody to worship at us here at 98 Waniba Road Uyo Akwaibom State Nigeria Finally remember tomorrow we have a pastor's bible study with all pastors in Ibom State at 11 a.m. right here at Power City International 98 Road, Uyu. invite other pastors to come let's share fellowship together as we study the word of his grace and answer questions at minister's level but we love you guys always a joy to serve you the grace of God remember all the broadcast still continues both on social media Kingdom Life Network and radio at the right times and until we see you again next, next, in the next broadcast we love you guys enjoy the rest of your day and be blessed
2: goodbye from Uyu, Nigeria
0: Amen